Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is a production of MaximumFun.org and is distributed by NPR. It's Bullseye. I'm Jesse Thorne. Time now for the song that changed my life. A chance to talk to artists who make great music about the music that made them. This week, it's Eric Nam. I guess you could call Eric a K-pop star. He's very, very successful in that world. He's headlined festivals like K-Con and the Seoul Jazz Festival. He's a host, personality, and interviewer for a bunch of different Korean TV networks. He's even been named Man of the Year by GQ Korea. But he's also just, you know, a pop star. He's worked with Timbaland and Gallant and Craig David, among a bunch of others. He's just wrapped up a solo tour of the U.S. where he sold out literally every venue he played, including in his hometown, Atlanta. When we asked him for the song that changed his life, well, he took that pretty literally. He picked a John Legend song, Ordinary People, that propelled him to stardom. I'll let Eric take it from here. Hey, this is Eric Nam, and this is the song that changed my life. I don't know if I remember the first time I heard Ordinary People, but I know that I was in high school. Girl, I'm in love with you. This ain't the honeymoon. I was big on trying to find up-and-coming musicians or interesting musicians, and I think John Legend's album, it's the Get Lifted album, it had received so many accolades and Um, I think at that point, it was probably playing on the radio a good bit, and that's probably how I discovered this song. Yeah, I mean, John Legend, to me, at that point, he was a new name. And I don't know, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And I think the other thing that was cool about him was that he had gone to an Ivy League school, He was a consultant at a major consulting firm, and then he made this big pivot towards music. And I found that out a bit later, but to me, as the son of immigrant parents, it was like, wow, he can do it all and then still do music. And so in many ways, he kind of showed me like, oh, I could like prove to my parents that I can get a job and go to college and do all these things. And if I'm good enough, maybe I could do music at some point. This time we'll take it slow. I love this part right here. This ain't no movie, no, no fairy tale conclusion, y'all. It gets more confusing every day. Sometimes it's heaven sent. And funny enough, like, and I'm thinking about this is like almost 20 years ago now. This song came out in 2004. So um, if I think back to that, my memory is not the best. But he had to have had big enough of an impact for me to pay for my first ticket to a concert of his. 
in my hometown of Atlanta. And that was like the first concert I think that I ever went to with my friends in high school. I think one of the reasons that I was so drawn to this song is because of the simplicity of the production itself. It, it relies heavily just on a piano and his voice. And his voice, there's something about it. There's a timbre, there's a resonance and this richness in his tone that if you listen closely, you're just like, how does he have that sound? How does he sing that way? The way he uses his breath and the control and to give tension in certain areas and to lean back in other areas while playing the piano, that's like multiple functions of a brain that I could never do, but he's doing it with such ease. And it blows my mind. And, and I'm always like, man, how do I write a song like that? There's something about the piano and the lyrics that seems so in many ways so just conversational and simple even the the word ordinary people just felt so good because it just felt like you and me it felt like you and i like it could happen to anybody and this song could be about anyone take it slow oh, this time i'll take it slow take it slow slow So I went to Boston College. I had a job offer at Deloitte Consulting. So I was a summer intern. I got the job and I was going to do strategy and operations out of New York. And it was just a different firm, but it was probably the same role, but it was just like John Legend. And then I got a message from YouTube. I put up covers of myself singing on YouTube. And they said, hey, we're a TV show in Korea. We're like American Idol meets X Factor meets The Voice. Would you like to come to Korea and audition? And I was like, yeah, why not? This has been pursuing music has been a dream of mine my entire life. I never thought it would happen. And I have a job. I have all these things set up. Like worst case, it's just going to be a fun trip to Korea and, and, and we should go. I go and... I did this audition. I was so nervous. I was just shaking. And I sang Ordinary People. Girl, I'm in love with you. But this ain't the honeymoon. We're passing infatuation phase. We're riding in the thick of love. At times we get sick of love. Seems like we all And that song is what kind of took off for me. It was like the first appearance of Eric Nam, myself, on national television. And this TV show at the time was like outrageously popular. I still put you first and we'll make this thing work. But I think we should take 
So immediately, I was thrown into the limelight, ratings through the roof. I was the number one trending topic anytime, and Ordinary People was right there with me. And that's kind of what catapulted me into becoming a musician. This time will take it slow. Take it slow. I have not met John Legend. I would like to meet him. I don't know if I would say, hey, go listen to my version because it's not very good. Let's be very honest. This is, you know, 22 year old Eric with no vocal training, never been on TV, shaking in front of three legendary Korean rock stars, singing. You know John Legend's song, so I was just mortified. But it was funny because once that happened in Korea, you know I do a lot of radio appearances, and that was like the most regular request: "Can you sing John Legend's Ordinary People?" And so I think over time I learned to sing it better and better. But I still don't know if I could beat the original, original John Legend at his own song. You know. The way I listen to this song has changed and shifted throughout the years. I think mainly because my understanding and appreciation of music has evolved over my career. I think I've been doing music for eight, nine years now, and at first it's just you like the song because of the melody and the the lyrics or whatever it is that draws you to it. But as I started to write my own music, as I started to put up my own albums and tour and. Do all those things, you have a deeper appreciation for how he got to a point where it's seemingly effortless for him. You know, there is an intentionality in when he puts in an ad lib and where he uses his breath a certain way or holds a note through as he sings instead of taking a brief pause. And those are the small things that I think I hear. More now than I did before, and when I think of it from that level, I'm just like, wow, he was so meticulous. It seems like in terms of how he phrased everything, and so my appreciation, I think, has grown even more. And I think I honestly had not listened to this song for quite some time until I was like, oh, maybe I'll talk about this song today. But time and time again, I'm just like, man, what a great song. Oh, this time will take it slow. Take it slow. Oh, this time we'll take it slow. Take it slow, slow. This time we'll take it slow. Take it slow. K-pop sensation Eric Nam on the song that changed his life, John Legend's "Ordinary People." Eric has a new album out called There and Back Again. Let's go out on a song from it. This is Any Other Way. That's the end of another episode of Bullseye. Bullseye is created from the homes of me and the staff of Maximum Fun in and around greater Los Angeles, California, where... 
here at my house, my daughter hosted a front porch party uh, welcoming the delivery of her used PSP. I, I don't know, 15-year-old portable video game system. She was really excited about it. She saved for it. The show is produced by Speaking Into Microphones. Our senior producer is Kevin Ferguson. Our producer is Jesus Ambrosio. Production fellows at Maximum Fun are Richard Roby and Valerie Moffat. We get booking help from Mara Davis. Our interstitial music is by Dan Wally, also known as DJW. Our theme song is called Huddle Formation, recorded by the group The Go Team, thanks to them and to their label Memphis Industries for letting us use it. Bullseye is also on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Find us there. Give us a follow. We'll share with you all of our interviews. And I think that's about it. Just remember, all great radio hosts have a signature sign-off. Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is a production of MaximumFun.org and is distributed by NPR.